Ernie, you haven't seen the, the egg, you know, the, the for men? Tenga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one looks nice and elegant. I saw it in your bedroom. <laughs> 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 no, no, that one oh. is a uh, uh, normal egg. <laughs> Why do you have an egg in your bedroom? <laughs> Hi guys, you're listening to another episode of the Drunken Ramblings podcast. This is Ernie here. It's Ivan. And we have a new host. Alexia. Yeah. All right. Mark, is that your name? Yes, I do. <laughs> you can call me that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Alexia. Alexia is an ex-colleague of mine and then friend also for quite a few years already. And yeah, she can talk quite a lot. So that's why I asked her to see whether... Yeah, yeah. that'll be a good mix, Try. I think. We need a new okay. name for you. So like, their nickname for me is Ivanator, but I hate it so much. I was like, what does Ivanator mean, right? Oh, driving. Yeah, because... Uh, so we'll come up with a new nickname for you over time. Okay, kind of something <laughs> nice, please. The, the idea of this <laughs> podcast name, right, actually is based on Ivan because when he drinks... He goes pretty damn crazy and it's a different person. Okay, this dream <laughs> is like the, the past, that. you know, like like my younger days. But, but I heard recently like you were quite drunk also, man. right? Always. Uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> so today our guest is uh, Norinda. Hi. Can Hello. I call you Nor short form? Okay, call me Norin. Norin. Yeah, yeah. Nor is really weird for me. Okay. <laughs> Norin. Norin. Yeah, um, so you're the you write the blog Shy and Curious. Yes, I do. And I wanted you on because I like I mean I listened to the previous two podcasts that you did on something private and uh, Frankly my dear. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean I, I felt that it's a different kind of topic, a unique topic and just something people should talk more about in general. I am actually super excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't need to be super drunk to like talk about this all the time. Uh, so I'm just really happy to, awesome. to have you guys here. Cool. And I think that your blog is like the perfect description of my co-host Ivan here. <laughs> <laughs> perfect description. Okay, wait, why? Okay, you really started you need to explain yourself. Because you're always shy about <laughs> topics like that. <laughs> and curious? Leave it up to you. Maybe. Actually, I, I, I do get told quite a lot of times that the name is quite, uh, it really matches. Accurate. Yeah. It matches a lot of people because I feel like we're all kind of tiptoeing around these topics, but actually we all really want to know because, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone does it, right? Yep. Or, or thinking about it or is about to do it. So, um, but when you type something to Google, you, you never know what you're going to get. Hence, shy and curious. Nice. Mm. So, I mean, before we move on, like what I would say topics mm-hmm. would be under this whole shy and curious. Yikes. Uh, okay. So, when we started out, oh, when... I always say the royal we, it's just me. Uh, <laughs> um, it was really about sex or like educational about sex. Um, and then, you know, you can't really um, separate love from sex yeah. itself. So, mm. and when I started it, it was also, um, uh, I wanted to have guides on, on body and self-love and wellness and all of that, uh, especially for women. And um, what had happened over time is that people started really liking the personal stories. Um, and, and so it all just naturally evolved. So if you ask me like, okay, what are the topics that come in the shy and curious? Most of it is my ramblings. <laughs> my ramblings too. But it's, yes, it's sex, it's love, it's relationships. It is Probably mental wellness, because uh, okay. that's been something that's also on my mind and some of the readers' minds too. Um, so yeah, I think that we need to normalize. That's how I decide my topics. So do people write in to you and submit like topics that they're interested to learn about and then you research on it? Or how does it work actually? It's Okay, it starts off by me having a gut feeling of oh, what okay. people want to read about. 
because uh, I have a ton of ideas. The problem is I have a ton of ideas, but only one me. So, um, and before I started a blog, what I did was I hung out with my girlfriends, uh, both the single ones and the married ones. And I asked them like, well, I'm going to set this up. What do you guys want to know? You know, and I also kind of, you know, over time, you know, you know them really well. So you also know the type of things that keep coming up. Mm. Um, so then from then, that's how I started the first batch of articles. Um, and then they resonate with, with um, strangers on, on Instagram and they will just DM me. Um, so I've been very fortunate actually and, and almost just quite, you know, it's kind of nuts because it's only been six months. Okay. Mm. Uh, it's, not, it's not a huge following, but uh, what I'm grateful for is that people do write in. Um, mm. I mean, they stay anonymous, of course, but they mm. do write in either asking about their own personal stuff uh, or if I could cover something. I also have, uh, I do have guys writing in, so it's not Ooh. all just ladies. <laughs> I will secretly write <laughs> Maybe I'm like an anonymous know. writer from the beginning. I have anonymous. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's uh, like whatever people write into me, it's, it's always, um, I mean, it's always useful for me to know so Because mm. I might have the idea in my head, but I don't, I don't know if people want to read about it. or True. Or they Some sort of validation. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It sounds like what you do is like, uh, you know, those newspaper segments where ask Auntie Anne and then <laughs> people write in the questions. Yeah. And yes. usually like the, uh, the <laughs> questions that are more like related to sex, mm-hmm. are those that I'm also very curious to find out. But, you know, you only get that one question then yes. in a small article in that magazine. I, okay, so <laughs> when I started that, I was thinking, oh, I want to have like a, like a us unknowing kind of thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing on the spot, is, I went. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is that sometimes when people write, I feel kind of bad if I take their question and put it out there because mm. then they'll recognize it's them. Mm. You know? and, and some people are okay with it because I, I do ask consent. But then I've also learned that sometimes like it's, it is weird for them. So mm. Especially I, when it's really personal. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I, I mean, obviously I, I kind of filter. filter and I gloss over it mm. so that uh, it's just... Like it's a generic topic. Kind of yeah. Right. But at the same time, it's, it's, I, I do feel like it's, some of the topics are quite universal. What's, so a, what's a good one? Yeah, I, I, I saw <laughs> yeah. I was just like, he's going to ask me this. A common one that comes up is usually sex toys uh, when a couple wants to use it. Mm. Oh. We're going to dive jump. Interesting. Okay. Um, because like a huge part of sex education, or at least like to, uh, to for people to tiptoe in, is, is about using toys in the bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's associated with... Um, personal masturbation and and so whenever i do an article about you know the types of sex toys or how to use them i get a bunch of dms coming in saying you don't teach me tell my husband or you know or like how do i get permission or how do i how do i bring this into the bedroom without my partner feeling awkward or like mm. yeah so so those are the kind of questions that i do get quite often oh, but it's true you don't really hear much about sex toys in Singapore especially I think you hear about it more now mm. but then in the past it's definitely like like you avoid that section kind of like yeah. self-pleasure is very like oh my god he's doing that he's he so or she's weird. doing he's that so you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I kind of escaped Singapore during my teenage, oh. well, not teenage, lah, but my JC to, after JC, I, I, I moved out of Singapore. New York. Yes, mm. New York. And, and, you know, it's New York. So there was definitely no shame or like, you know, hiding all this stuff. Um, mm. 
And so when I came back, that's when I didn't realize that all these type of topics or even even saying sex toys or masturbation was uh, taboo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually funny because today I was just thinking um, when I was in New York, there was this really cool shop, and they were kind of the pioneers of making. It's, okay, imagine the Apple Store, and okay. but instead of gadgets, you have sex mm. toys, and the salespeople were all like LGBT, mm. and so you 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 get guys coming in, girls coming in, couples coming in and you can go up to anyone and uh, yeah they were like sex toy geniuses like you know you can tell them this is your budget this is what you want to feel they just normalized it they they normalize it right and this I remember this was almost 10 years ago and then I know last year in Singapore we kind of just opened one in Isetan and that was big news open what? there's a there's a sex toy store in Isetan yeah oh my god I'm I'm lacking time yes okay so I guess it's not (laughs) big is it still there? yeah no it just opened okay (laughs) because last year I don't know whether it's still no it just opened and it was uh, I mean it was a really good big step in Singapore right but at the same time I was thinking oh it took 10 years yeah Yeah. Yeah. because it's always like in the top floor of Far East or Or the the, yeah the the basement or something (laughs) the neon lights and all that yeah (laughs) or I think I was at Sim Lim Square also have one oh Oh, I didn't know yeah there's one it's always in these kind of places yeah you don't usually go (laughs) now I want to check out the Sim Lim Square one yeah the one but Marseille is like a big risk on Isetan and it's quite daring for them to just yeah put it on like put something like on oh. display to normalize it to say mm. it's a step no? I mean mm. like, yeah. like you say it's quite a big Ten step yeah. for any Singapore-ish Singapore-ish. I think it was very smart to do it during the pandemic <laughs> I think a lot of people did stuff like yes. that yeah because yeah, it's like yeah. globally the sales of sex toys all went up oh, but okay. I, I feel I, I like really um, <laughs> read about the reports it's tough for like uh, people to walk in and buy one versus like, I would imagine myself buying online like as anonymous as I could be and the, I think yeah. that's, that's something you want to 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 address right uh, this stigma of like being being concerned about how you feel about sex mm-hmm. yeah mm. uh, i think you can do both and i think mm. um so the problem with buying purely online if you are not used to or you haven't had a, a toy uh is that you're gonna end up either buying the cheapest stuff which might not also be body safe or mm. it's gonna break <laughs> or it's gonna like you know fall apart or you buy it from like Alibaba, that's, that's, that's awful. But if you can go in person, check it out first. And then maybe once you're comfortable, then you know exactly what you want. Then you can buy it online. Explore. But I think the innovation for like female sex toys mm. is quite crazy. Yes. And, <laughs> and it looks very nice, a lot of the things out there. <laughs> yes. And then the stuff for men tend to be like very like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, this was actually a, a complaint I got from <laughs> the reader. <laughs> Nothing much yeah, for men to, no. you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> because for, for women, it's like, it's really elegant mm. or yeah, discreet yes. or it mm. looks amazing. Like, looks modern and it's like your handphone, you it's know. It's like yeah, a gadget, yeah. <laughs> like a yes. normal IT gadget. Only you haven't seen the, the egg, you know, the, the for men. Tenga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one looks nice and elegant. I saw it in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, that one oh. is a, a normal egg. <laughs> why do you have an egg in your bedroom? Why do you have an egg in your bedroom? Okay, Ivan. No, it's Ivan Nathan. For anyone listening in, that's actually the Tenga toy that you can buy at Don Donkey. So. Yeah, yeah, Don Donkey. Yes, correct. Yes, And you can just buy one or you can buy the full set. One's like 10 bucks. Going back to your question. Okay. Uh, this was actually a complaint I got from like a guy reader who's like, 
You're always talking about girl sex toys. Can you do something for guys? And the sad bit is, yeah, it's, it's true. Um, right. Where, you know, it's, the innovation inside there is, is just like a, a flashlight. Uh, okay, if I'm rambling off the names of the toys, just stop me if, if you need me to describe what they are, lah, right? No, mm. okay. It's uh, learning. A flashlight is the one that looks like uh, a torchlight. Yeah. But that's, that's why they call it flashlight because it's actually a pair of lips and it's padded in with silicon and so basically you stick your dick in that um and the flash isn't a flash with an a but a flash with an e yes that's that that's like the the ultimate Act blow <laughs> <laughs> he knows it quite well i bet he's like really like googling all of this um so that that was like i want to say that was a pioneer lah. and then then you have like a bunch of variation of that and then tenga is the japanese brand that tries to make it prettier mm. um and that's why they have little eggs those are disposable ones uh, very clean so basically okay the official name is they are called penis sleeves oh yes penis, penis sleeves. sleeves so because then they they're kind of rubbery and you open it up and they either have bumps or ridges for texture mm. Uh, mm. you pour in loop and basically you you use it on your shaft that's that and then you have like the crazy ass machines which is you know the the pumps and uh, the ones with like remote controls. Wow, that's a bit hardcore <laughs> and more expensive. Um, they're just messy because they're yeah. huge and yeah. it's very hard to hide. <laughs> that's the problem. Right, right. Uh, it, I mean, it's quite ridiculous to expect <laughs> people to buy it. Yes. And then like your mom is walking around the house. <laughs> it's not so discreet. It's a tiny little bit. Yeah. That's the problem. Yes. And but too bad is how natural is being formed. That's why we get different things. Yeah. But, well, the other thing about uh, guys or or toys for guys is there's also prostate play, which is something that not a lot of guys... um, Very few. Yeah. Or or they they might uh, be hesitant to try that out. Mm. Yeah. uh, At least for like straight guys might be hesitant to try that out. Mm. Yeah, because I would say that probably a lot of stigma attached to that exactly. and fear of judgment in yeah. many ways. Yeah. <laughs> but if you know where to look, you can find toys for prostate play. And and it's, you know, it's something you can choose to discover by yourself or with, with your partner. Mm. Mm. Ivan, are you okay? No, no. I'm <laughs> okay. Right, so guys, it's like, I, I've met these two ladies for the first time and we're talking about sex, so it's like... <laughs> That's the best way, right? <laughs> I thought you are like this for every podcast. No, I'm just Okay, I mean... Because I'm like, for example, like with my family, I, w- I would never talk about any of this topic at all. Mm-hmm. You don't like, even tell them you have a girlfriend, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how much we don't share. So I, I can't imagine ever talking to them about these topics. It's <laughs> like really like taboo, taboo to the max. Like after this, I'll tell any like you don't share with my my my, my family on Instagram <laughs> like that. Like, remove them from the tag. You know? that's, Close that's friends how, only. Like, and all the more I'll tag all of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's it's I okay. I am the weird one in this this scenario, which is why uh yeah, which is why I set this blog up. Cause for me, talking like this is quite natural. I don't mm, think yeah. you're like considered the weird yeah, one, yeah. but it's like spending time in New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, to most Westerners. This is super normal conversation. Yep. It's not even that special. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Even I, I tend to outsex my New <laughs> <laughs> York friends. They'll be like, "Oh, can you just shut up? You <laughs> 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 talk about something else." But no, no. It's but they're okay with it. You know, they're comfortable. Yeah. I mean, even even though basic, 
their sex ed in school covers way more than what we cover here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think most of them are quite normalized, mm-hmm. be it in a good way or a bad way. Yeah. 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 Why do you think the Asian society it's a, a lot more conservative or uncomfortable to talk about this topic? Ooh, this is huge. Um, <laughs> I wanna s- well. Okay, even in Asia itself, right? Then you have the Chinese and the Malays and the Indians, mm. right? And then we all have like I feel like a big aspect of it is also religion, mm. right? Okay. So then, so yes, even even in mine, it's considered uh, it is taboo to talk about this apart from just it's for procreation. Right? Mm. Sex is not pleasure. Sex mm. is to have a kid, yep. and that is it. And I feel like especially in Asia as well, it's just the same thing. And uh, and it's also yeah, sex is. Sex is functional because even mm. when I'm with my girlfriend sometimes and uh, and I'm <laughs> I am trying to convince them please buy a toy you know because because <laughs> they always I feel like I'm a saleswoman but um, <laughs> but they'll you know they'll be asking me like oh how do I spice up the bedroom etc and um, I say have you tried this or that and they say well why should I waste money on it I can already you know I can already get off and so then it becomes like whoa did you just attach a dollar value to like an orgasm you mm. know? interesting it's, yeah it's not it's not i'm gonna come that's it that's why i use this toy for no it's to it's to experiment it's to explore it's to hand it over to your partner who you trust and it is this exchange of like i trust you to help me find pleasure i trust you to to receive the pleasure Mm. Right. Mm. So I saw something really nice on Instagram today. Actually, it was um, it, it was uh, directed at guys. They said uh, a toy is not your rival; is your collaborator. Mm. I just think that uh, yeah, we're just taught that you know, sex is for procreation. Sex is dirty. Oh like, yes, exactly. Yeah. Because when I talk to friends, um, and it's even it's not like um back in school, like even at this age when you know like we are uh, almost thirty, mm-hmm. and and if you so this is a actual example. Like I seem like the more knowledgeable one about sex, and mm-hmm. and they'll be like, "Yeah, dirty boy, you know, <laughs> naughty boy, you know, go yeah, to you, horny you jail." Get branded a player or whatever, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then it's like like hey, why why do I seem like the 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 bad guy now? You know, <laughs> just because I know more about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's quite sad because I feel like, you know, the point is to have this knowledge, right? Mm. These are all questions that people have, but if they're hiding it or not asking from the right sources, then everyone's just literally in the dark. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, maybe it's not about sources, but more of like um, sharing like Mm. your experience. It's not trying to make fun of each other or think how dirty each other is. It's more of like, so that at least you know that, hey, actually I'm not the only one kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's more of like the, the mindset to this. Yeah. So if people who think that way, then maybe they are really not into, you know, sharing on all this. Maybe they know better than you even, but, <laughs> but they just want to be reserved and like conservative about sharing. I don't know. But that's what I also get, you know, from my friends and yeah. all. But it's not trying to say that, hey, you know, I'm better in what. Yeah. But it's more of like we want to know, um, you know, how it actually feels or certain for certain things so sometimes I think you still need to be open about it because you will not definitely talk talk to your parents about this I feel because family is definitely out of this (laughs) so friends to be very interesting I was like sharing with Ernie he's like hey how come you know uh, friends around our age is like not so open open and accepting this not say a topic but more of like a um, just sharing it's not like I'm just trying to like you know Pull you down and say, "E, you are dirty. You are, you are doing this and I, kind of thing." Yeah. Or like even not don't don't talk about sex toys. Yeah. <laughs> Just talk about like having sex. Yeah. yeah. 
I think because uh, you're being very vulnerable, mm. right? You're sharing something that is very intimate mm. uh, and private for some, and for me, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but with and you and you do it with a partner, and, and already sometimes in relationships, you already have all these hang-ups and insecurities, and then when you tell it to someone else, then you you're afraid of oh, this person knows too much about me, right? Mm. And so that's why they have this. I, I almost feel like it's a defense mechanism. That's why they're like, oh, don't talk about it. It's dirty or like you, you know, you weirdo or like. I I feel like it's not so much also that sex is taboo, but it's just people are afraid or shameful of admitting anything. Things. Actually, yeah. I realize this in relationships in mm-hmm. general. Don't even have to talk about sex. A yeah. lot of couples are very afraid to share their problems. Yeah. Mm. And I always feel like if you don't share, then yeah. you will always think you're right. But mm. if you share, at least your friends can tell you you're being stupid and you yeah. can go back and apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's this saying in Malay that I really detest, but it's, it's basically translate to like, don't air out your dirty laundry. Yeah. Oh yeah, right? I mean, but I'm just like, and people say that often. Yeah, but mm. if you don't air out your laundry, then it's never going to dry. <laughs> like, True. You know, right? <laughs> then, then how do you know? Like you say, how do you know if you're right or wrong, or you need another opinion? Mm. Mm. That's living your life thinking you're always right, basically. In yeah. a way, yeah. oh yeah, like always wrong. Yes, uh, <laughs> you true, true, true. Yeah, That's yeah because way. people don't dare to voice up. I mean, you are like talking between like your, I mean, your closest, your loved ones, and all. But people have this mindset that I'm afraid of, like I mean, you know, um, upset him or her. But I feel communication is very important. Of course, mm. it's part of like I mean the whole relationship thing. Mm. Or even friendship Anyone So um, But some people Just couldn't I was like showing you Like how open Can you be yeah. To what stage And then It may actually Bring negative impact <laughs> Instead yeah. yeah So a Dilemma Don't know what to do That's why We are all like Okay Then better not talk about it then. So sad <laughs> Yeah But when you find somebody Who can talk about this With you then I think it's also something to be happy about because it's finally True. flows very well. Yeah, I think we're gonna be very good friends after this. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But going back to what you said about um, when women, when the person you spoke to uh, mm-hmm. put a dollar value to the orgasm, yes. I, I think that's very interesting because I it links back to how, I mean I instantly thought about prostitution yep. and mm-hmm. how men do it and yeah I guess that whole idea created culture for that line of thinking maybe that is interesting i've never thought about that that way hmm. mm. from okay from that point of view that was mentioned by that lady uh it was basically if i can reach point a to b by myself why would i need this mm. right and then with prostitution i feel like it's I need to get to B. <laughs> I don't care how I get to B, but it's ah, true. faster okay. and quicker. If like, and then you just fork out some cash to get okay. to B. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I do think it's interesting that you linked that up, that maybe this is the girl's version of it. Yeah, like, mm. I don't know, like, maybe the mindset sort of just, because it's considered the oldest job, right? Yeah. Mm. Whatever it is, and then, like, just boom, everywhere, and yeah. everyone kind of linked it that way. Actually, maybe. that is, I mean, the, yeah, the problem about talking about sex or... Uh, because even with sex toys, right? Mm. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys follow the Instagram stuff. There's, there's actually a lot of very similar accounts. And what mm. we're trying to do is we're trying to normalize, it, normalize this. Mm. I, I think I'll talk about the sex toy part. Cause, um, because this is Satan, this open up. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, because I suddenly thought of like the <laughs> um, Japan. Have you ever been to like Japan? No. Like this yep. place in Tokyo called the Akihabara. Yeah. So there's, okay. this pl- there's this place, right, that is like... Um, a building uh, about I think seven stories high. Mm. 
So this whole place sells sex toys, different sorts. So Ooh. at first, of course, like being asked, I mean, as um Singaporean, Asian, then we feel like a very I say to go in that kind like of thing, cool. right? Yeah, but like cool. So because um then of course I'm I went there with my uh, boyfriend now husband, uh. so <laughs> we went in. So actually, right when we go in, um Robert, we are right? the one. Sorry, huh? who's that? Shells. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. So we are the uh, one who like the I mean the only non I think foreign. No? I mean locals are there. Mm-hmm. So when we go in, it's like eh, hey, all this like of course we all know that Japanese. Like porn industry, yeah, yeah there's another story. But <laughs> yeah, that's a different they podcast. Also very interesting. They so, but anyway, <laughs> we went there and then um, we start to see like things that you know all these little vibrators or uh, any kind of things that we don't even know how is it being used. Like, mm-hmm. so we are there like discreetly seeing. But actually, everyone else in there is like so open to yeah. like shop. And sometimes we see couples or like singles. So as you go out right then, uh, of course, these toys gets to like fan, like even more um, high tech. And yeah. then it's very, um, I think beyond fantasy that you thought of. La. So then you get like this feet like human figure yeah, like yeah. like with the sex dolls. yeah with yeah. all these sex toys right so that's the interesting part about japan so this whole building is all about sex toys and then the interesting part about their other buildings is that they have like bookstores normal mm. bookstores so also about maybe seven eight stories high then you go i mean one two three then the fourth story starts to become very interesting <laughs> intimate kind of books <laughs> and then all this like cds and all starts to you know show up posters and yeah. everything at like six and seven stories so it's all the same for the is this the, the anime hentai kind of porn or is it just like no it's really books? like actual porn stuff ah. ah then of course the sex dolls there's like hentai kinds yeah. la, then and all I mean hentai yeah. so that's another thing about oh Japan gosh. it's very interesting the name of this building I want to yeah, so I think uh, yeah, yeah. You actually, if like the borders open, it's mm. interesting to go and see um, what we don't really see here in Singapore. And do you know Don Don Donkey actually these few years that open up, then mm. then this sex story section also open up like yeah. lately, right? Yeah. So I then now heard about this is it? maybe I can go and check it out. <laughs> it's quite interesting, ah. Yeah. Uh, but it's at the woman session, so oh, you, no, you can you can bring your husband. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. woman is alright. Right? Yeah. We go yeah. there, but I think we most be- Singaporean guys are still afraid to go in the underwear. Section for <laughs> girls, the undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot, man, I need to bow my head. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of this really funny story uh, I had at Don Donkey because um, I was buying a few uh, tanga props because I wanted to do a video. Mm. And so, what do you mean, tanga props? Like, I wanted to buy the eggs, the products, yeah, the yeah. Eggs. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, and the, the tanga uh, flashlights. Um, because I wanted to do a video for, for guys. And so I'm standing there and, you know, Donoki's in the, the, like the supermarket feeling, right? Yes. <laughs> and because that section is kind of cordoned off, it's just... They put some curtain yeah, over, right? Yeah, it's just like, oh, the, the one at Jurong is in, so it's, it's oh. like kind of... Open. It's, it's, at, it's open, but it's at the back. So what happened was I was standing there and I'm, you know, I'm browsing as though I'm like choosing milk or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I see these two guys, I think, probably like 20s in their 20s and they both were like walking side by side and I think they're buddies and they 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 literally stop and turn and look at me and they just like they did this right turn and pretend to look at the laundry behind. <laughs> so I'm standing there and I'm, like, I'm, I'm realizing, oh, did they want to come over here? So I'm like, I was kind of mean because I was just like, this is so funny because I can see them sneaking glances at me and um and okay, I, I pick up my stuff and I felt kind of bad. So I'm like walking really slowly. And then I see them like slowly shifting over to 
the toys. <laughs> but then when then when they kind of when we walked past, I just looked at them and I smiled. But you can't see because I'm wearing the mask, right? So mm-hmm. then they were just like really being very awkward. And, and all I wanted to think was like, no, guys, it's cool. Just go buy your stuff. Don't need to feel ashamed. <laughs> yeah. Or just browse is actually yeah. to see what's yeah, out like there. They they really just like. Stopped. You oh, turn. Evan, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just wanted a laundry basket. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody was. They just really did a right about them, and ju- they just like reached out for the first thing on the shelf. And I'm like, come on, guys, you're not both shopping for laundry. <laughs> I can totally put myself in their shoes, and <laughs> I feel what they feel. Aww, but yeah, no, this is what this is what I want to get rid of. Mm. Shouldn't be ashamed about all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. The amazing thing about Japan is that they are so open about not just sex, but their fetishes in general as mm. well. Mm. Like there were the vending machines selling used female underwear. So <laughs> my gosh, I mean, yes, you are open about fetish, but mm. <laughs> too much. That's, that, that is also a bit too much. Also. I do not king shame. So, um, and I know it's, it's always tricky trying to figure out what's a kink and what's a fetish and what's you know what's a taboo and what's not. Uh, I just feel it's up to the person to to be as comfortable as they are or, or not. It's okay to say, yeah, this is not for me. Is there a difference between kink and fetish? So from what I understand, uh, kink is just like a uh, personal preference, mm-hmm. right? You could uh, you could like bondage. That's a kink, right? Uh, a fetish would mean you can't you can't um, climax or you can't have um, you can't have an encounter without that particular thing. Oh, okay. yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. That's so a lot so deeper. So it's, so it's uh. a lot deeper. <laughs> Um, but you know, p- people kind of interchange the words. Yeah, mm. yeah, they interchange the words. But if you really, if you really look at the terms, um, uh, when when used by sexologists or whatnot, it's yeah, kink is like everyone has a kink. You know, yes. everyone has a preference, right? Mm. Uh, but a fetish is when like die die, I need to wear high heels in bed or something like oh. that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So in the sense, you can't have two fetishes because you know it's it's not really you it's like mutually can. exclusive. Because no, no, no. you need, or unless you need both in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very interesting questions. I think you can you can have as many fetishes yeah, as you want. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the question about like you if you have one, it's gonna be like cancel one out. I think it just depends on you know everyone has a favorite food, right? Yeah. But there are some days you're gonna be so jealous of that food. Right. So you ha- it's like buffet. Yeah. Yeah. So So you yeah. can have you can have a kinky buffet yeah. or you can have a fetish buffet. Yeah, I think it's not limiting yeah. to like just one. Just because you really like chili crabs doesn't mean you're not gonna fancy some steak. <laughs> yes. Does yeah. that make sense? That's very educational. I can't tell if he's like raped from the alcohol. The rape is from the alcohol. You <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't drink enough. <laughs> BDSM is really one of those kinks where I feel it's, it's, it's one of the more extreme ones. Especially the images, you know. It's also very jarring. I think Depends on the porn you watch, right? <laughs> 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 you, know, you know, you're surfing your normal websites and then it's on the a banner on, on the normal side. websites. Yeah. Wow, no, that's why oh, I, I virus already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, I, I feel like BDSM is one of those that gets a bad rep because uh, it is it is probably the easiest one to visualize when you're talking about a fetish or a kink, right? You're going to imagine a dominatrix, black leather, get up, uh, whips and, and submissives and all that. So in that sense, uh, because it's the one that's visually the most recognizable, mm. you have the edgy porn stuff. 
But then you also have like, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's like super soft and fluffy for mainstream. <laughs> kind of. Kind right, of soft and to fluffy. Tone it down a lot. Yeah, 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 exactly. So when you say that BDSM is one of those that's extreme, yeah, there is a sub uh, subset of that. But even within BDSM, there are rules. Oh, right? okay. Yes. So so that's the thing about um, that I'm trying to like, uh, I guess, educate people mm. about sex is that you know, off the bat, if you talk about sex, you're gonna just assume the worst, right? You're gonna assume someone like just like you know, sex addicts or or just someone who's jumping into all of this. But actually, even within different kings there are there are cultures there are the main thing is about respect and trust mm. Mm. Uh, so even in BDSM there's, there's rules like if you're if you're a dom if you're a sub there are certain expectations for both so for example um, I wrote an article recently about aftercare mm. uh, aftercare and sex yeah um, I read about it yeah. <laughs> that's actually I, I was quite surprised it was very popular <laughs> I think it's actually quite good really. it's an important yeah. topic that yeah. is not talked about at all yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's at the all. thing. It actually it comes from BDSM. Aftercare Ooh. comes is a term used in BDSM that Ooh. that because they know that um, whatever happens uh, is called a scene. So when whenever you play out a scene, of course you're in different roles, right? And then once that finishes, things are gonna feel weird after that. So mm. aftercare in that sense means both parties make sure that they kind of come back down to earth, mm. right? Mm. So. So because this is like a term and this is a, a something common in this community, but in I guess normal mainstream we don't talk about it. Yep. But you know, but for as in for me, for I'm talking about just my personal experiences. Sometimes yeah, when you have uh, maybe if you've just had sex and and after that you kind of you need a cuddle mm. or you need like someone to sayang you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you need ice cream, you know. Yeah. That that's considered aftercare. Yeah, it's not just like. After the pleasure, the I don't I don't say clean up, but yeah, it's yeah. like you know whatever that's happened is like wow. So yeah, I don't know how to say it. But I mean, put uh, words. Ernie told me yeah. he just goes to sleep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that's, that's but that's the guys. common complaint, right? <laughs> because it's also aftercare, <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, you need to uh, rest and all, but of course, um, but nobody actually really shared about like I mean your topic in terms of like um, you know the UTI ones. I think it's really very important because oh like gosh, yes. yeah, yes. this is important. Because I mean, that's the so guy, common. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, and no one talks about it. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like hey, why am what's happening to me mm. and that kind of thing. So yeah. Uh, Oh, I mean, if people who wants to, you know, really have some... Then you're afraid to ask your mom about it. Yeah, then, then you can really read about this and yeah. then to know at least you are not, like, alone or scared yeah. that whatever that you are experiencing is, is yeah. perfectly normal. Because right? also the problem with having UTIs is that your immediate thought is like, oh no, did I get an STD mm. or something, yeah. right? But actually, like... And it's so like, uncomfortable, no. <laughs> it right? I mean, feeling I mean, it's not like you have sex, then you will have UTI, but UTI can happen, like, anytime, anytime any age. Mm. Yeah, it's all bacterial infection, right? Yeah. So, um, of course, it's maybe more prone to that if, let's say, you know, you have sex and all. But, I mean, I'm open to it. I'm very prone to UTI. It's not because of sex when I was young. <laughs> that thing is like, I it's so uncomfortable. I you cannot see. You cannot it. sleep. Yeah. You cannot, you know, uh, cannot do anything about it. You cannot, there's no, someone there's no, like, medicine to that, to, you know, painkiller can, you know, ease off the pain. Wait, but when right. okay, when you get them, do you go to the doctor straight away? I hope you uh, do. When I was younger, yeah. I already went there. But yeah. after that, now it's like so norm to me. Yeah. So I know what is What's like what to treat. Yeah. Yeah. So because yeah. I, mean, I, like I have the stop. same <laughs> issue too. I ended up in hospital because of that. Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, I saw yeah, your. Yeah, so it yeah. was oh, yeah. like that's yeah, because you hold hold your bladder. <laughs> 
you also get UTI. Yeah. Yeah. Because like girls, especially, you know, um, I don't know, a lot of my girlfriends is like we can hold our bladder for such a long period of time because we work and work. Mm-hmm. But actually then you get the repercussions after yeah. that. Oh, it's yeah. damn bad. You guys yeah. are lucky. You guys are not so it's not so easy yeah. to get UTI. Not so many Yeah, I'd ever yeah. heard of it, but it happens. I think guys do Usually when older. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 Older. Yeah. But like not every time you have sex Which is so annoying yeah. Yeah. But it's um, It's really something that You know um, The women community Need to know about Really no Nobody taught me Anything about all this so Or happy. nobody shared with me So when I read through It's like hey, Okay quite interesting yeah, That's why when like I first saw you On something private pod mm. I mean it's not something That as a guy I would actively go and search out for mm-hmm. But I found the topics On Nicole's podcast Very interesting mm-hmm. I mean for me Because I always like to know more mm. yep. Yeah he's and then that way, <laughs> and then that way, like when you talk to women in yeah. general, at least you can relate or understand on some level, at least, yeah. and yes. not be so like chibai about everything, like, yeah. like oh, you're just making a big deal out yeah, of things or whatever, you, you know. See, this is this is the part that I was like been dying to talk about with you guys is because okay as women mm. we all have also all these expectations on mm. guys right yep. and then but what I always feel bad about is I'm sure the guys themselves you, you guys have like different expectations different insecurities different fears mm. right and and you're expected to be macho or hold it or in or like and or you're you get branded a villain if you talk about it with your friends because it's like oh locker room mm. talk kind of thing mm. but I, I don't really I mean of course you have like it happens sh- you cannot run away from yeah, it you have, yeah you have shitty people like those telegram groups right I'm, yep. I'm not even going to touch mm. on that that's mm. way too much but like just amongst guys themselves like like yeah how, how do you know what to do or how do you know um, how to give pleasure how do you know how to receive pleasure those kind of things mm. so mm. that's why I wanted your questions <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't really, I don't really know where to start with this because I never really personally got impacted by <laughs> it. Like I figured a lot of stuff out young and then come to a certain age, I don't let things like phase me very easily. So I never really cared about things. I mm-hmm. just if I if I if I think back now, there are of course times where I was like very insensitive yep. to mm. maybe my exes or whatever. Yep. But then, yeah, maybe it's just a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. But then now I do that, I try not to be the same with whoever I'm with. Yeah. Mm. So I never really faced it that much. Mm. But I don't know what questions you get. Maybe I can give a perspective. I was like, I was just going to jump into that. <laughs> oh, Ivan, you yeah, have but, uh, Through this conversation, I realized I, I do need to learn a lot more on the female health. And mm-hmm. like, just say that, you know. <laughs> to, yeah, to find out more. And, and so next time, if I ever, like, I can be considerate. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, I'm so happy to hear you say that. I can be considerate. I, I need to know what to look out for also and what to do when anything happens. Because yeah. it's common for guys to just brush things off. Yeah. Yeah. Because in general, we are like this with each other. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, it's a bit of pain, whatever, yeah. you know, don't make such a big deal out of it. Yeah. But then, like, sometimes it's a lot deeper. Yeah. But this is, okay, yeah. this is interesting. When you say you, you want to be more mindful and considerate, like, uh, what? In what aspects are you talking about? Like physically or more like mentally for your partner? Mm, yeah, physically. Like mm. um, you mentioned about UTI. Mm. So I mean, you you want to know like how to how to treat them well, mm. how to pleasure them. But I never really considered the health aspect and like yeah. how know, infections is sex, always a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yes. that's the rule. Yes. I mean, even for guys, man. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Pee of the sex. Like you oh. can cuddle them, yeah. cuddle them for fifteen minutes, then just them. Okay, that's a good yeah. tip. Yes. Correct, I thought just go to sleep. <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> like movies. That's movies. <laughs> like, uh. 
and yeah and when they are in pain just like nothing you do will help so just get them lots of ice cream and chocolate yeah, ice cream and chocolate got it okay next time I'm 101 <laughs> <laughs> my fridge will be filled with ice cream and chocolates <laughs> okay <laughs> you mentioned about um, like mental wellness and I thought that was a very interesting topic to mm-hmm. like branch into yeah. because maybe we're talking about sex and relations so it's it's an interesting branch like mm-hmm. I, I want to know your take on it like why do you decide to branch there and, and, and what areas do you focus on on mental wellness that's related to sex and relationship mental wellness came about uh, a little bit because of my own pers- uh, experience because okay. um, uh, my personal experience but also just talking to people who do write in or, peop- um, or my friends uh, it may start off with like I had this fight with my boyfriend kind of thing but if you boil down to like when you go deeper and deeper and deeper it's actually just really what is going on in their brain because that's happening to me right I would mm. have uh, I would get into a fight with my ex or you know with my partner and then I will step back and I realize okay am I really angry at him for this or am I angry because I'm spiraling because I'm attached this way and it's unhealthy and I'm codependent and I'm projecting it so mm. so that's the mental wellness aspect I, I'm actually also just start, I started seeing a therapist uh, I'd say about four or five months ago um, mm. because I didn't realise that I actually was handling a lot of stuff uh, and I'm very resilient and I always bounce back and I never I never really think of that magnitude mm. right until the therapist like, has to break down and like you you handle a lot of shit in the past <laughs> year you know you actually handle a lot more shit than like any normal one person to you mean you hold things in? I don't hold things in but I just keep bouncing like what do you I, mean by bouncing? I don't take time off for myself oh, for you don't myself. heal? yeah mm. yeah or, or I think I'm healing and then, you know, something else comes in. Um, and, I, and then I realise, you know, I don't, I'm not alone like this. I think it's amazing that like, when I first saw how you linked mental wellness mm-hmm. to sex, it, it made so much sense because like at the core, like mm-hmm. you said, like, when it comes to sex, it's, it's really just about being human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, you should not just see sex and relationship as like some, uh, separate, a, a yeah. separate topic or separate issue to tackle, yeah. but it's, it's really just, it's all interlinked as yeah. being human. Yeah. So yeah. it made so much sense yeah. when I saw it. No, because yeah. I'm, I'm a romantic at heart, lad. So I always, we're all human, right? So we all just want to love and be loved, right? Yeah. So mm. then, and I used to be really embarrassed about admitting it because amongst all my friends, I am the starving artist, the one who went off the, <laughs> the <laughs> beaten trail, right? Because like, you know, my, most of my friends are like doctors, lawyers. And I used to hide it. I used to always fight it. And then now it's like, I'm so already, this is who I am, right? <laughs> so, and I can't change that. If I can't change that, then I'm just going to embrace it and it makes me happy now. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, so I'm going to admit that, yeah, I keep looking for love and I keep getting knocked down and then... It's okay. Yeah. Mm. Start again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Don't worry, I'm not, I'm not emo. I know I sound emo right now, but I'm No, I mean, like, <laughs> your experience, right? And then it keeps this... I mean, it's, it's good that the positivity that you're bringing... It's this kind of positivity that we need from, you know, people sometimes that, you know, like if you really don't know what to do and then, of course, nobody will say that uh, you're not alone and how do you feel that you're not alone and then spend you sharing your own experiences and then you want to, you know, let people know that, you know, how we can overcome this together in different ways. It is hard. I can imagine how hard it is to create content on social media though. This kind of content, especially, yeah. Yeah, no, that's why I've, I've, I've... 
I did not realize I've accidentally taken a timeout <laughs> when I checked my blog. I was like, oh crap, the last time I, I posted was like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's just, fast. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah, it goes by really, really fast. Yeah. 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 With you guys, I don't know how you uh, podcast, I feel like it's so time consuming. Yeah, it is Weekly. now that we are like starting a video aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to get worse. But yeah, I always believe like just progression in any ways, it's, yeah. mm. it's good enough. Baby steps. Yeah. Yeah, so we, yes. I mean, we mostly <laughs> talked about sex toys, but we covered quite, <laughs> <laughs> we covered quite a few topics. Oh it's <laughs> a huge topic. Yeah. Yeah, I think these are yeah. huge Do topic. we get to any questions that we actually wanted to talk about? Yeah, I no. think. But no. this is no. usually how we do the podcast. Free <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, which which I like, you know. I mean, we really like, I mean, I really like what you're doing and you. definitely think it's important in general. Yeah. If you guys have any topics, please like, give me, <laughs> like, send me ideas. Sure, so, I'll yeah. write in uh, anonymously. No, I'll, I'll know it's you. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, then I, I say, Shy Boy 91. Try all the uh, <laughs> keywords from Ivan today <laughs> and then to his form. <laughs> Thanks for having yeah. me. It's like yeah, but thanks really for coming fun. and sharing. Mm-hmm. And then I get this feeling you have a shitload more to share. So maybe you should come back another yes, time and let's yes. do that. Maybe. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. It's a bit far, but yes, can. <laughs> uh, I'll pick you up. You don't live too far from me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thanks for coming. Uh, do you have anything to you want to share? Any project or event uh, that you're working on? Is this the plug, the plug yes, section? I, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. You can share your social media. Uh, yes, you can read the blog at shyandcurious.com. Uh, find me on Instagram and you can always send me a DM. Everything is anonymous. And uh, if there's anything, you know, uh, you can also just reach my email. It's hello at shyandcurious.com. Uh, projects I'm working on. Well, there is a couple of workshops coming in the next few months. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm actually collaborating with a couple of other people. Uh, so I don't have complete details, but I definitely want to do more real life events because um, uh, because actually it wasn't supposed to be a blog. It was supposed to be like a circle of women, uh, <laughs> like a pure community. Yeah, like a community. Uh, and then uh, COVID happened, yeah. and then I'm like, shit, I need to. I still want to launch it, but I can't do events. What can mm. I do? That's a way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So so hopefully with you know life getting back to normal, definitely more events. Uh, and I don't want people to just know me as just sex and love. You know, it's also about yeah, mel- mental wellness and and just uh, unlearning shame. That's the big word. Nice yeah. shame. Yeah, unlearning it. Un- unlearning. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. yeah. I always, I used. That's to kind of like a common theme that we've been facing on our podcast recently about like just un- unlearning things that we've learned. Yeah, because yeah. Okay, if you think about it, what Deep. is the point of shame? Like, you know, because most emotions kind of have, uh, what's the word? Uh, th- there's a certain reason or rationale behind mm. having an emotion, right? But mm. shame is that one emotion that's like, I understand if you have shame to get you back into the collective where your survival is vital. But other than that, it's like guilt and shame. Those are all feelings that when you have too much of it, it just paralyzes you, mm. you know? So, so cool. yes. Yeah, interesting. That's yeah. another episode. <laughs> so yeah, we'll share it when we see it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to check us out at the Drunken Ramblings podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Check out social media. So thanks for listening, guys. Woo. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Drunken Ramblings.